Welcome to Success Stories brought to you by SNS Activewear. I'm your host, Marshall Atkinson, and this is the podcast that focuses on what's working so you can have success too. On today's Success Stories podcast, we're going to explore how the notion of core values plays an integral role in the development and the growth of a company, both internally with employees and also externally with how customers are served. Julie Denton leads the business development and customer service team with Blue Cotton, and we'll chat today about their core values, which are customer-centered, profit and growth, integrity and character, and family atmosphere. So get ready to take some great notes and learn how this stellar environment has led to the amazing growth and success for Blue Cotton. So welcome, Julie, to the Success Stories podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, I I think it's going to be a lot of fun to talk to you today. And before we get going, can you just share who is Blue Cotton? (laughs) What do you guys do? And just talk about that just for a minute, and then we'll get into some questions. Yeah, well, the who we are is we are a decorator in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So screen printing, embroidery, DTG, um, homegrown in Bowling Green for the last 30 years. We have a pretty large facility here with about 120 employees that just work hard every day to connect with our customers through their custom apparel. Mm -hmm. And who are your clients predominantly? Well, we do a lot of group orders. So, I mean, we print as few as one and we print thousands. So anywhere in between, but really our our bread and butter is the group order. So the kindergarten graduation, the 5K run, the family reunion. When people come together, that is our customer. Right. And is it mainly in the Kentucky area? Or are you doing no. stuff for people in California too? It's across the country. So in fact, a very small percentage of our business comes from Kentucky. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Great. Great. All right. Well, cool. So let's get into some questions. And my first one here is many companies write or hope to write their core values to help define their company, but your team at Blue Cotton seems to live by them. Can you talk about how the core values were adopted, how your team bought into them, and how has it made an impact for your business success? Right. So I think when we were looking at core values, the question is, no matter what business we were in, what would be the things that guide us every day? What are the principles? So whether we sold cars or we sold t-shirts or ran a hotel, what are those guiding principles? And so, you know, it's kind of like the core group of Blue Cotton got together and, and came up with these four things that you mentioned And they've just become something that's not just written on a wall. It's not something that people walk by and see. It's not something that's in our handbook only. It's actually something that guides our decisions, whether it be globally for the business or for an individual employee or how we deal with a customer. You know, it comes back to, is this integrity and character? Is this a customer-centered decision? And so we uh, talk about them a lot, but I think the way that they've been bought in is because we live by them. Pretty easy to buy into something when that's just the way it is. 
So it's not something that we're pushing on to people. It's actually what we do. Okay. And how did you pick these four? I mean, like did yeah. you have started off with 10 and you whittled them down. I mean, what was the process? Yeah. I mean, there's a group of six or eight people. And when you just start talking about like individually, what the core values are for them and then what you feel like it is for the business and then kind of seeing what the commonalities are. And, you know, you really have to take your present situation out of it and you have to think about no matter what I was doing. So it does come down to a personal decision of what your core values are. And so being in business with people who have some commonalities help and who have some similar values obviously help. So when you think about it, these aren't necessarily special or unique. Like they're core values that are held by a lot of people. I think when it comes down to core values, it's how you execute them and practice them. Right. And so for your employees, when you're hiring, and I think this really kind of helps with culture, when you're hiring, you obviously search for people who can easily hit your core values. And if they're not a match, they don't get the job, correct? Yeah. So we're starting to do a better job of that. You know, in the craziness of business, when you need somebody on a press or you need somebody at the end of the dryer really quickly, then we've made the mistake of just getting someone in to get someone in. But we've also seen what happens when you don't make decisions based on your core values that person doesn't last, that person causes problems, that person's miserable in their jobs. We didn't really outline what our expectation was. So we've learned to, A, try not to get ourselves in those binds and not, because you know, when you're in a bind, you make really terrible decisions. And B, to really stick to our principles and our core values. And it's like, you know, this person, I'm sure they're great. They're just not going to fit with what we're doing. And so we'll both be miserable. So like, let's just, that's probably the most loving thing to do is to not hire them because it's just not going to be a good fit. Yeah. So we've just, we've kind of had to learn the hard way to stick to apply core values to all parts of our business. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I've had to let employees go. And the way I phrased it sometimes is I'm going to allow you the opportunity to work for somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. And you just don't fit. Right. And so do you feel when you started with your core values, remember the first year that you were doing it, that it was hard to get your employees to kind of buy into it or understand what you guys were doing. And especially when we, because I've been part of projects like this and you start talking about it all the time and they're like, man, I just wish they would quit (laughs) talking about this stuff. We already know we've heard it. Right. Yeah. How did you roll it out? So I, by the time we had core value or implemented these, we had about 50 employees. So it's not something that started at the very beginning, something that we grew into. Now that's not to say that these core values weren't present. They just weren't identified and, and put out there. So I think that because it's a, just a part of the culture of Blue Cotton, even before we identified them, then I don't, I don't think adoption was that difficult, especially when you have 50 employees. Where it's become difficult is in growth. When we went, we had a pretty big growth spurt in 2016 where we went from about 60 employees to 100. And to get to 100, you had to hire like, so that's 40 employees. You probably had to hire about 90 to get to 40 employees. We just had so much Mm -hmm. turnover. And because so many people were coming in and then you had some turnover, it was hard to communicate the culture and the core values. So yeah, when they started, I think it was just a part of who we were 
period. And we were just identifying it. But as we've grown, that's where the work has come in to make sure everyone's on board with what we're doing. You know, at 50 employees, you know, everybody, you know, something about them outside of work. At the time, we were having weekly company lunches that we cooked ourselves a lot. That's changed, not just because of COVID. Like that's just changed because of growth. So that's where the work has come in as to as we grow to make sure we don't lose that. When somebody exemplifies one of the core values to help a customer or solve a problem, are you celebrating that? Is there an award? Is there something that you're doing to just really solidify and and just really celebrate that instance so that helps drive that repetition with everybody else as an ongoing basis? Are you doing that? Absolutely. So for more than a decade, we've had core value awards that we do every year at the end of the year, like our Christmas party normally. And those are awards voted on by the peers, by the team. And of the four awards, they vote for an employee that they believe really exemplifies that core value. So we usually have at least you know four core value winners and then an overall winner, just the person who's like Mr. or Mrs. Blue Cotton because of these core values. To take that a step further, a couple of years ago, we've started doing employee of the month, which is, is not an original idea, but it's just something we wanted to do. And I have to be honest that I think at the beginning, we got it a little wrong. We chose people who, not that they didn't have core values, but sometimes the people who are really exemplifying these core values keep their head down or a little quiet. So the person with integrity and character isn't as noticeable as that salesperson who's bringing in a ton of orders, right? So we really got a few months and we got focused on like, we here, the core values need to be a guiding principle for that employee of the month as well. And then even more recently, just in an attempt to connect with each other more, we're just promoting a culture of appreciation and just like monthly shout outs to each other. So I was leaving the other day, a second shift was coming in and this girl was carrying three dozen cupcakes. I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, it's, you know, Brooklyn's birthday and I'm bringing him cupcakes for all of second shift. And so it's just, you know, she didn't, we didn't pay for that. She did that on her own. And so that's family atmosphere. And so recognizing that now, not waiting till December and nominating her for a a core value, even though we might do that, but we need to recognize the behavior as it's happening and just really show that that's truly what we value. I love that. And I love cupcakes. So I would, (laughs) (laughs) that wins over everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let's shift gears a little bit. And let's talk about the human aspect of serving customers. How are you linking that aspect in what you do with at Blue Cotton to helping your customers succeed with your core values? How does it tie in? Because without customers, we're not in business, right? So how does this all fit? Right. So in our business, we have a very unique opportunity to connect with customers because we aren't picking product off a shelf and shipping it to them. We are making it just for them. It's not going to anyone else. It cannot be resold to anyone else. It is only for them. And from for that mere purpose, we are connected to what it is they're doing. 
custom tees, let's just take that part of the business, is a very high emotion purchase. (laughs) Someone has worked for a while on their design. They've created this design. You know, they're usually doing it for a group and they've collected people's shirt sizes. They've gotten people's money and they've placed the order and they've put a lot of heart into this and it means something to them. If it didn't mean something to them, they would just go to a retail store and buy something. So it's a very high emotion purchase. So we just have a great opportunity to connect with people on the other side. Their event may only be once a year. They may only order from us once a year, but when they do, they feel like they have a partner in the business. So we are rooting for them all the way, no matter what that event is, and just love being a part of people's lives in that way. Yeah, because t-shirts are memories. Yes. So that's that's what I say is t-shirts mark the memories of our lives. And that statement is solidified just by opening your t-shirt drawer. The t-shirts that you have kept are because they're very special to you. It's that it's your, you know, your kid's baseball championship where they won that game and he hit the home run or your, that breast cancer awareness walk and your mom's a survivor or that senior trip that you took. All those are like memories. And even if like the shirt has holes in it or you can't wear it anymore, you've kept it because it means something. It's meaningful. So, you know, we could have been in the brochure printing business, but what do people do with brochures? They throw them away. And so, you know, it's a meaningful type of work. And if we have to come to work every day because we're not independently wealthy, we want to enjoy the people we work with and enjoy the work that we do and being able to see a glimpse of people's lives and celebrate them and, and, cheer them on is just very fulfilling. So is there a, an example, Julie, that you can share about a customer where your core values linked to some order and then it was it was just way bigger than just getting some shirts made? One that just pops into my mind recently is we had this customer place an order online, brand new customer to us just in the past couple of months. And they had wanted their design to be 15 inches wide. Typically we online our max width is 13 inches and there's like, I really need it to be like this. And I need it to be lined up the front and back this way. And, and, you know, at first we were like, that's just, I'm not sure that we can do it. So they're like, you know, thanks. We were really excited, but you know, we'll have to cancel the order. So they actually canceled the order. And then a few of us got together. We're like, no, wait a second. Like, can we help this customer? Can we, be customer centered and figure out a way to make this work for them because it, it, is this our only holdup? So we did, you know, get our team together and realize, oh, well, you know, we could actually, our boards are 16 inches. We have a 15 inch squeegee. We could do this. So we get back on the phone with them and we're like, hey, you know, we think we can make it work. Let's do a sample. Let's get it together. And th- that sounds very minimal, except that it's turned into a fantastic relationship with this customer. We have connected with them in their business. They're out in Washington State, San Juan Islands, where the Orca Wells are. And this customer is an artist. And he also worked with the Wells on Free Willy. And he draws these designs and sells them in the uh, gift shops there. And that's a high tourist you know, attraction. And they have an Orca Well exhibit at the museum there. And like, this is a very important thing to them. Like it's not only is it his artwork, but it's just their passion project. And so you know, there was not going to be any hard feelings if we had just canceled the order because we couldn't make it work. But the fact that we went above and beyond to really focus on what was important to them, I think has made a customer for life. 
we uh, we've never met them. I don't even know what they look like, but we have connected and feel like they're friends and we talk a lot and we're interested in like, how are your shirts doing, you know, or just wanting to see them succeed and their passion for their project drives us to be passionate for them. What a great story. I love that. And why was it 15 inches such a big deal? Because they just wanted a, just a super big print or? Yeah, they they kind of wanted the print on the front and back to look like it was ongoing. It was like a wrap. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like what you hear so far? Be sure to subscribe so you can get the latest from success stories. And now here's Jason Peters with the SNS Spotlight. Today, we heard about a positive effect that giving recognition can have on a company's culture. Organizations with an effective recognition program have 31% lower voluntary turnover. When asked what leaders could do to improve engagement, 58% of respondents said, give recognition. Recognizing people for their performances is obviously a very important part of a company or organization's culture. Today, I want to give you four easy ideas that you could offer your clients to help them get a recognition program launched today. Number one, life events. Uh, congratulate a team member on a newborn baby with a personal gift like a logoed Rabbit Skins Infant Premium Bib Jersey or a spot reward. You know, it's also very helpful sometimes to just have a gift ready to offer on the fly as soon as the job's done, you know, or just, hey, job well done and you could just fire it off. One great item would be the Oakley 5 liter travel pouch. Uh, it has a small little travel pouch that can be used by anyone when they travel to put personal items in. You could unzip it and put a nice little card inside thanking them for a job well done. Another thing is birthdays. We have so many people working remotely. So wouldn't it be great to send out a nice personalized birthday gift, maybe just a company logo on it that somebody would really like to use, like the Columbia World Bird Cuff Beanie, a great item with a really good budget for everyone. And it has a high perceived retail value with that Columbia name. It's something that people are going to want to use. Uh, another idea is sales and incentives to boost performance or, you know, to drive results. Uh, a great gift would be the independent trading company special blend blanket. You could put a company logo on there. It's a wonderful item that could be used for a picnic or a day on the beach. Just something that somebody would really enjoy to have. Now, for that prestigious gift, you know, the President's Club or, you know, Top Performer for the Year Award, you know, traditionally always a plaque is kind of given every year. Um, you know, why not think out of the box and do something different? Not get something that just sits on a shelf and collects dust. How about a unique travel set like the Oakley 50-liter utility bag uh, with a matching 23-liter backpack? A great gift to showcase a winning performance. And just has a nice premium perceived retail value once again. Thanks for listening today. Let's talk about COVID. <laughs> so, yeah. Do we what, have to? <laughs> what, it, it's right here and still hanging around, right? So what yeah. ways in the last year or so have you either helped your employees or your customers using your core values with what has been arguably one of the roughest periods we've gone through? Mm -hmm. So when it first started happening and we could see that what we were heading towards, you know, things were shutting down left and right. Fortunately, in the state of Kentucky, uh, we were deemed as essential and we never had to close our doors. So there's one thing like, does the government make you close your doors or does business make you close your doors? So the government did not shut us down. And so that was helpful. And then we're like, well, where's the business going to be? 
So the first thing we did is, you know, orders just really came to a halt because we're in the groups, clubs and organizations, you know, where people come together and they're not doing that. So what we did is like, well, we've, we've got to do something to help and to give our people a reason to come to work every day. So we teamed up with the local United Way and we just said, hey, what is the greatest need right now? And in Kentucky, it was food banks. And so we're like, here's what we're going to do. We are going to do a T-shirt that unites people. It was like the state of Kentucky with American flag in it. It said Team Kentucky. That's just what our governor had continued saying. And we're like, we're going to donate all proceeds to the local food banks to help. So we got United Way together. We got our local TV station. And we sold so many shirts. We donated $30,000 to the food banks. So that was just being a good community partner. But what that did is that created family atmosphere because it gave our people, our team, something to do and something to focus on and someone else to help when it was a time when people could really get pretty down and worrying about themselves. It gave everybody reason to come in and make a difference. And, you know, a year later, we still see those shirts out in the community. You know, you go to the grocery store and you see a Team Kentucky shirt and, you know, you're like, I printed that shirt or I packed that shirt and Mm -hmm. it helped somebody eat, you know, that day. So it, it helped our community. It helped our company. You know, then we had to shift. We had a request, you know, no one could get masks. And our local sheriff's department said, hey, can y'all make masks? Well, we don't have sewing machines. We have embroidery machines. So we started down this path of how do we make masks. That was before you could buy anything. That Bella Canvas mask wasn't out yet. So we had three versions. And finally, on the third version, we figured out how to make a mask with straps and an insert on an embroidery machine. And we started selling those. And, you know, quite, that's not the business we want to be in. We want to be in the t-shirt business, but that's just what we had to do. And again, that kept our people employed and supported the families of our team members. And then that helped, you know, it was a product that people needed. And, and we were still printing some shirts at the time. You know, unfortunately, a lot of other decorators had to close for one reason or the other. So there was some work. It wasn't the best year financially, but we kept our people employed and Mm -hmm. their work is a blessing and being able to provide our service to others who needed at the time was just a great thing. There's nothing better than having a purpose. Mm -hmm. What a great story. I love that. And I love the fact that you did something for your community that really resonates not only with your customers and people in your community, but also your employees. And uh, they're going to really remember that for a long time. Yeah. Um, All right, cool. So lastly, for Blue Cotton, what's around the corner? And what are you really excited about these days? So COVID, if I had a choice, I don't know. I was going to say, if I had a choice, I wouldn't have chosen this past year. But (laughs) what (laughs) what this past year has done, though, is made us laser focused when things are going well, you don't, you have a certain amount of tolerance for things that aren't working properly because, you know, overall it's going well. Why do I want to dig into this part? And so we really had to get very laser focused on where we're going, what we want to be as a company. It was a true reset of what are we doing? And I've just told you all these great things and those things are still here, but I can tell you right now, like that purpose has been amplified 100 times moving forward is we know exactly where we're going. And I think being focused on a purpose, you know, you have a purpose, but are you focused on the purpose? 
is going to really be apparent to our customers and for sure our employees and prospective team members coming coming soon, hopefully. So we are continuing to grow. We're just really focused on the employee experience. One thing that we did this year is we air conditioned our production facility, which has never been done. Um, And it's amazing. So how how large a facility do you have, Julie? We have about 51,000 square feet. So I think about 45 of that is the production part. So Mm -hmm. it was a big it was a big investment, but we felt like it was an investment in our people. You know, in the summertime, it can get so hot. We have seven or eight 300 degree dryers and it's just hot in Kentucky and humid. And, you know, people make mistakes and people get frustrated and people quit. So we just feel like making the employee experience better is a better experience for our customers. And just being more centered on what our customers need as well. And providing services to meet them where they are at this point. That's great. I was just thinking as you were talking, maybe you should add a fifth core value, which is purpose-driven. I think that really has resonated with your story and that would be an interesting thing. What do you think about that? Well, I think that any custom industry, it's hard work. We do it and we don't just make a custom product and like, we'll get to it when we get to it. We've set deadlines for ourselves and customers expect things in a certain amount of time. And there's things that happen every single day that try to derail that. So you have to hold on to something to want to come back every day and make that work. If, you know, some people are, are in the love of it for screen printing, but does that love keep you there when you know, your screens keep breaking or your dryer's down or you can't, you know, get that registration to to line up every day. Um, You have to have something bigger than yourself and something that's, that is withstands all the other challenges. So um, maybe it is a core value. Maybe it's just that (laughs) thing that ties them all together. Right. Okay, cool. Right. So thank you so much for sharing your story with of success with us today. If someone wants to learn more about what you do or how you can help them, what is the best way to contact you? So of course you can go to our website, bluecotton.com, but I just, we like to talk to our customers. So give us a call at 800-536-1435, or you can chat in or email t-shirts at bluecotton.com. But we think sometimes it's easier just to get on the phone and and talk. We don't have a phone tree. When you call, you're going to talk to our customer service and sales team, the people who can assist you right from the get-go. So we just love to get on the phone and see how we can help. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Julie. It was great. Thank you. Well, that's our show today. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date on the latest Success Stories episodes. Have any suggestions for future guests or topics? Send them my way at marshall and marshallatkinson.com and we'll see you next time.